As cities around the world adapt to rapid urbanization, attention to the health of urban populations is critical. ISUH Conversations is the only podcast focusing exclusively on the broad factors of urban health. We understand that the health challenges and opportunities in urban environments are complex. Our guests are urban health influencers who come from many sectors. If you are a researcher, educator, policymaker, practitioner, community leader, or urban health advocate, these conversations will resonate with you. In this podcast, Dr. Yannette Thomas, the Executive Director of ISUH, and I talk to these urban health influencers to capture their ideas and continue to advance the knowledge of urban health. I'm Mark Sylvester, your host. Let's meet our guest. Well, welcome back to the show. Yannette, I am thrilled uh, with uh, today's guest. We have Blessing Embaru, Dr. Embaru. He is an ISUH board member, a professor of demography and population studies, and is at the School of Social Sciences at the University of Witzwatersrand, known as WITS, uh, and sure. the head of urbanization and well-being, uh, the research program at the African Population and Health Research Center. That's a lot. Blessing, welcome to the show. Thank you very much for having me. Welcome, Blessing. And I should say, well, we are, are recording this interview. Blessing is in Kenya, Marcus in California, and I'm in Maryland. This is wonderful. That's a global world. There it is. It sure is. Um, Blessing, I'm, I'm interested. You've been on the board. Uh, how long have you been on the board? Two years? I think it's a year now. And how did you come to be on the board? How did, how did, tell me that story. Well, I think that's, uh, that's a good question. Uh, the former president of uh, ISUH, uh, uh, Francois Fusso, who was a colleague here at APHRC, actually recommended me to the board. I worked with him over the years before he moved on from the center. So I think that was the initial link. Yes, yes. So it's by recommendation. I hope I'm right. Yes, yes you are correct. And, and I think you're referring to Jean-Christophe. Jean-Christophe Fusso. Jean-Christophe yeah. yes. Yes, you're absolutely correct. So, and it's been wonderful having you as a board member. And I, I am really looking forward to um, continuing to engage you, especially given your work with the African uh, work group. Um, and, and I wonder if you could tell us and the listeners a little bit about the African work group and the work that you're doing with them. Well, uh, part of... Uh... I, I believe my our role within the board is to make ISUH uh, its work deep in, in Africa, for instance. Okay, it's, it's a global organization with headquartered in New York, but it is uh, supposed to have link and relevance around the world. And Africa, mm -hmm. for instance, you know, is uh, urbanization is a major issue, a major demographic event in Africa. And that comes with a lot of challenges, particularly in relation to health. Issues around congestion, issues around pollution, issues around solid waste management, fecal waste management, uh, particularly the growth of urban informal settlements. So those 
situations uh, that are characterized African urbanization and urbanization globally uh, has created a lot of challenges for health. And we see International Society on Urban Health as the only uh, uh, society focused on urban health issues. And so since that is the case, and most of us who are now in Africa working on urban issues, CISUH as an important organization to reach uh, the African continent and bring its relevance and value to what is happening in urbanization in the region in relation to health. So in a way, what we, the African uh, group is doing is to bring uh, a group of Africans who, who work on urban health issues as a group so that we can bring our voices together and our expertise together and engage with international society on urban health. Excellent, excellent. I, I, I absolutely agree with you. And, um, you know, one of our, our, our presence elect, as you know, Blaise Gwendo Yongsi, talks about, talked with us in an earlier interview about creating urban health observatories. And yes. it's very exciting. You and I have talked about this before, this very thing. I think your role as um, a, a board member of ISUH and a lead in the African work group, and also where you sit at the APHRC, um, is, is very will be very instrumental in helping us to establish such an observatory in East Africa. And notice I say East Africa, because Africa is a, is a continent and not a country. It it's is a continent. Com complex entity of multiple countries and regions. And um, what, what, what is you, uh, important in East Africa may be equally important in West Africa, but there may be some additional items that are, are important to West Africa or Southern Africa or, or Northern Africa. So um, I want to push you a little bit more on this notion of engaging African thinkers and actors and doers in urban health. You yourself are an urban health influencer. How can we engage membership and foster greater involvement and collaboration of membership from the African continent? Thank you, Yonette. I mean, maybe I should speak to the point you already made, which is that Africa is not a country. It's actually a continent of 54 independent countries. Yes. So there is a lot of complexities. And you also mentioned uh, the point Blaise raised about urban health observatory. Uh, mm -hmm. the, the, the reality is that we have that opportunity in Africa. For instance, uh, African Population and Health Research Center, where I lead organization program actually has a platform called Nairobi Urban Health Demographic Surveillance System, mm -hmm. which is a platform in the last, since 2003, we have used to observe health challenges, ch uh, change and continuities over time in terms of health challenges among the urban poor. And we also know there are such platforms under the uh, demographic surveillance system also in Burkina Faso, for instance. And such platforms are there as a way of understanding what is happening among the urban poor vis-a-vis -vis issues around health and health challenges. So you are right that, uh, and we think that our coming together, our bringing our expertise together, linking these platforms to the activities of ISUH will uh, bring uh, 
<clears throat> urban health issues into the, you know, make it very visible and make the issues known and bring it into the global discourse on urban, urban health. And having said that, you also asked, the, you raised the question about how to engage. Our part of the engagement is what ISUH is actually doing now. You are engaging with uh, experts and leaders of thought in this field in Africa, because we become the link to the local communities, to the countries where we work. APHRC, for instance, is uh, we are headquartered in East Africa, in Nairobi precisely, but it is a Pan-African research center. Mm -hmm. And uh, we, we have work across African countries, sub-Saharan African countries precisely. Uh, and so we are able to, we have regional reach yes. to different countries, to different institutions, to different practitioners, including policymakers. So we think that engaging with institutions like ours and experts, those who work on urban issues in Africa, will be part of the process. It is not the end in itself, but it is part of where to start, because then we will be able to bring our link. Yes. The links, the networks we have within the region, we will be able to bring them into the whole uh, urban health network, which ISUH represents at the global level. Absolutely. I really like that. Um, a great opportunity for ISCUH to collaborate with APHRC on, on, on this urban health observatory concept in the region, given what you're already doing. And, um, and, and finding a way to enhance some sort of um, measurement tool or instrument or, or, or mapping picture of urban health um, as as is operating at the subnational and national level, so that we can get some sort of a scorecard, some sort of an identifying how well are, are, is a community doing on its urban health um, yeah. um, indicators. So a lot of food for thought there on how we can work mm -hmm. together on on an observatory. Yes, and maybe I should let me also in particular speak a little more about engaging. Mm -hmm. practitioners in yes. the region. And I want to use an APHRC example. Uh, we have two programs. One is called Consortium for Advanced Research Training in Africa. It's called mm -hmm. CATA for short. Mm -hmm. There is also a fellowship we run called African Doctoral Dissertation Research Fellowship. Mm -hmm. And in these two programs, we, for CATA, we engage with universities. Okay, and we get with faculty who work around issues on population and health. Okay, so and I think we have over nine African universities, nine African faculty. From uh, we have nine faculties. Therefore, uh, we have faculty members, faculties from these universities, who we we partner with on doctoral training, and so that those groups are. They are upcoming researchers in the field of urban health. They are wow. very potential. So our engagement with Qatar gives us opportunities to stretch our reach to different African universities uh, and therefore different uh, researchers in the region. The Doctoral Dissertation Research Fellowship uh, is uh, a fellowship which we advance to 
doctoral students who have two years to graduate. So we use that fellowship to give them the last push as wow. they try to finish their PhD. So those kind of engagement, and I think in the last five, six years, we have given over 200 to 300 uh, PhD students across Africa that they have become beneficiaries of that fellowship. So these are upcoming researchers who will soon have a PhD. So our engagement with them and my engagement, for example, with ISUH gives us that link to yes. the upcoming researchers in the region. And I'm sure other players in the region, like me or like Blaise, who is now the president-elect, also have that kind of link through their universities. Yes. So in a way, this for us, I believe, is the way to go in terms of reaching out to, reaching into the future yes, yes, of urban yes. health research in the region. I think one of the places we can immediately start um, thinking of, of immediate engagement, um, a blessing, is... I think APHRC should become an institutional member of ISUH. Yes, you're on the board, but APHRC, it would be great to have APHRC. And then the other university connectors that we can have them as institutional members because that creates a spread effect um, of additional members and engagers in ISUH. And then we can begin to create these, these, these cells of partnership activity. One of the things we're doing with the new website is, um, oh, and let me not forget, having the institutional members and the, and the universities, students will have access to ISUH as well because the institution is a member. Um, mm. So, um, but the other thing about ISUH Connect that um, I, we've talked with you, you've, I think you've done, you've been a tester on that link, is also members can come into this platform, this collaborative platform, and connect with other members who are doing similar research, who are engaged in similar implementation activities on the ground, who are thinking alike, they can, they can collaborate on ideas. So I think there's a lot here mm. that together, a, your leadership at APHRC and, um, and, um, and being an ISUH board member and ISUH can do collectively as, um, as a collaboration to bring this, these cells of interaction. Thank you, Yonet. I, I think that's a very bright idea. I, I, I mean, I, I've not seen it this way until you made that point. In fact, FHRC should be an institutional member. And yeah. I mean, I've, that is one of the things I think we need to go for. Yes. And uh, this is a, is a willing institution, is, a, is, a, is an institution that is on the move. Is, 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 incidentally, in, every, in most ISUH uh, international conferences, yes. I mean, we hosted it here, yes. which is yes. the first time it is, was hosted was in the African continent, yes. yes. So and the former ISUH president was a staff here, uh, yes. Jean-Christophe Fuso, which we discussed earlier. So I think we have a, a willing partner, I mean, yes. who has no reason not to be a member, but more importantly is the fact that that gives us, I mean, even in Manchester, when the ISUH was hosted in Manchester, a whole lot of staff from here yes. actually were, were in attendance. The same yes. thing when it happened in Portugal. Yes. So I, I think it is on those basis, APHRC qualifies and is matured to be yes. an institutional member. 
and I think you have a potential yes. member, institutional member there. Absolutely. And let's not forget um, the, the conference in November is in your backyard. It's in Kampala. Yes, it is. Kampala. It's in Kampala, so, yes. Yes, it's, it's a hop and a skip away um, across the border from Kenya and uh, uh, other African, East African countries and the regional connect. So we really have an, an opportunity to really yeah, in fact, get this. In fact, well, for, the Uganda, for the Uganda conference, we already have special session. APHRC has a special session. Yes, so yes. we are happy about that. And yes. we are hoping to show strength and presence. Excellent, excellent. Blessing, I have a question about uh, when you, you mentioned a little while ago that there are a lot of challenges and that there's 54 countries in Africa. And in other conversations we've had, it's been clear that while you can have a national awareness, you really need to have local influence. And I'm curious uh, what your thoughts are on how you're going to reach out to the I mean, it's already challenging enough to get the leadership of those 54 countries involved, but then to get at the local level. Are, are there unique challenges do you see in Africa to that mission? No, well, I mean, I think, again, let me not, let me speak expressly that there isn't, we've come to debunk the fact that there is Africa's, African exceptionalism. There isn't really anything exceptional. I mean, Africa is just like every other country, continent. There are complexities. There are national issues. There are local issues. So that is not if there is challenges in terms of reaching out at any level in Africa. I said it's not because of exceptionalism. It's just that those challenges are always there. But what we have realized is that when you make effort, for example, you will be able to accomplish your goal. So again, this it depends on what do we set out to achieve. For example, if we are looking for institutional collaborations, we will we will go for institutions that are within the, within our view. Institutions we know are are compatible with our our vision. And if we want national government, we go for national government. So at the end of the day, I think it's about what do we want to achieve and how do we want to achieve it and at what levels. And fundamentally, I think when we put our minds to work, we achieve our vision and our goals. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Very much, very much so. Um, I think wonderfully said, um, you know, we are doing these podcasts as a way of reaching out to urban health influencers. Many of you are on our board, um, people like yourselves who are at the cutting edge of global health innovation and um, which you are. And as you well know, ISUH's value proposition is, it's, it's, is that it's the only global organization focused on urban health. And we want to uh, continue that. We want to strengthen that focus. Um, I have a drive as the um, inaugural executive director to really push that. And working with people like yourself and, and Blaz and others to, to maintain that focus. What else do you see that we could be doing as a virtual, um, collaborative, global organization to really um, you know, continue to make that mark as the only global organization focused on urban health? Yeah, thank you, Yonet. I mean, for that question, I think it's an important one. Uh, 
I want to reiterate that IS Edge is already doing much, and we already know that. But one of those things which I think is going to speak to our effectiveness, particularly in Africa, is this second half conference that is coming on, coming to Kampala, mm -hmm. which is the second time this is happening. So that gives African practitioners and those who are coming up, including graduate students, a sense of belonging as well. So that move towards bringing the conference to Africa the second time, I think is one pathway to, mm -hmm. be, to make uh, ISUH felt at this, in this part of the world. And then one other issue we have uh, as a center, but I think it also will apply here, is the issues around capacity building. What you need is a critical mass of African researchers who are interested in urban health. So if that happens, then you won't lack partners at any time. You won't lack those who are interested. But if you have just a few persons, then when they're absent, then there is a lot of gap. Mm -hmm. So having a critical mass of African researchers interested in urban health issues and urban health research will be for us one of the ways to go. So that actually then means seeking for opportunities to democratize, seeking for opportunities to democratize uh, opportunities for individuals mm -hmm. to be interested in urban health. And I think that is where issues around capacity building comes in. Mm -hmm. For example, in these conferences we are going to be having, whether it is in Africa or any part of the world, creating opportunities for people to come to be trained, to be you know, enlightened, to be shown what it is that mm -hmm. urban health is all about beyond what is done in the universities. Mm -hmm. So ISUH being a champion mm -hmm. of recruiting, in, you know, creating interest in urban health research through yes. capacity building, through fellowships to attend these conferences yes and and the issues around those kind of outreaches i believe will be important yes. in moving the uh, the isuh forward yeah and just a one one last thing in the few seconds we have left i think what you just said fits very nicely into this concept that we've talked about creating this arc of activity engaging people before the conference having things develop and lead up to the conference so they, things will be submitted for the conference that, and, and, and things would be discussed and disseminated in panels at exactly. the conference. And then post-conference, these become um, cells of activities, whether they're papers or, 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 or projects on the ground, et cetera, et cetera. So it creates this arc of activity um, before, into conferences, post-conference, into the next conference and around and around, um, exactly. generating a lot of good good thoughts and and, and pro work products. Exactly, and I have seen that I have seen that in the Uganda conference. Actually, mm -hmm. I have there are panels that are created, which are basically panels to discuss issues, and uh, some most of those panels are actually relevant in the point we are making. Yes, yes, very much so, very much so. Blessing, I want to thank you for this very insightful interview. Um, you should know that this podcast will be aired um, on, the, on the new website um, and our members will 
be this will be available to membership so that people can hear they can people who look up to you, your students others who collaborate with you and the broader membership can hear these ideas and see where they fit and help we you know it creates that dialogue of engagement so of course as a board member we'll be revisiting many of these issues that you raised over the coming years months yes thank you very much thank you mark Blessing, it was great to meet you, Yonette. Uh, another great conversation. Yes. Uh, and I look forward to uh, our next one coming up soon. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you for listening. You can find more ISUH conversations on our website at isuh.org or subscribe on iTunes so you don't miss any upcoming episodes. Our website also features upcoming events and a members area where you can meet and collaborate with your peers.